You know, most times I usually try to stay away from controversial topics, but this has been on my mind for a while. And I figured I'd push the envelope on this one. It's going to get a lot of people aggravated with what I'm about to say, but you know what? It's all right. Unplug. So what does that mean? Taking on an electrical appliance like a lamp, plug it into a socket, turn it on, you got power. It illuminates light so you could see in the room. Unplug it, no power, no light, darkness. Happens at home, power goes out, you get a flashlight or a candle so you can see. And we've, we've all experienced that. Let's take this a different step. Your phone, the computer, the television. Yeah, I'm going to go there. Okay, breathe, because this is going to push your buttons. So put that stuff down. Turn off the Wi-Fi, turn off the power. Just go out of your house. Unplug. Get away from your devices. Why? <laughs> Number one, blue light. I refer to it as blue ambient light. What is easy? What is that? I mean, you're going to think it's a blue light bulb in a socket that you turn the light on, you get blue light in the room. No, that's not it. Blue light exists in every device known today. TVs, computers, and smartphones. I mean, you could look this up. Basically, blue light is what will distract the eye, especially if you're using your smartphone and you're holding it like a foot from your face. How does this effect with you? It messes with your eyes. I've been staring at my smartphone for years, either playing games, watching videos, and it affected my vision because about a year ago, I went for an eye exam. And my doctor said, do you use a smartphone or computers? Or, I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, I could tell. I'm like, how do you know? He showed the results of my eye exam for a year ago, and then he actually said, by staring at the screens on your phone and your devices, you are essentially worsening your eyesight, and he showed me statistics to prove it. So I'm like, so what do we do? He prescribed a stronger lenses and bifocals. <laughs> yeah, bifocals. I got them, and I use them daily. So do you have a smartphone, and you use it for a long time? Give those eyes a break. I'm telling you that from experience. Number two, video games and TV. I'm a gamer. I've been playing games since I was a teenager. It was a good escape, safe, easy. I'm not causing trouble. I'm not making a mess. I'm not getting into trouble. But you're still staring at a screen for hours on end. When I was growing up, we had Pong. TV with a circular controller that would only go up and down. Fun. You're right. Then with the ages of technology, you got different systems. Then you went from Nintendo to PlayStation to Xbox and so on and so on. And with each new system, there were better graphics and sound. And of course, what's the better way to actually watch that? A higher definition the television set. So we had these high quality boxes and yada, 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 yada. What do they all have? Yep. Blue. Ambient light. <laughs> I am not kidding. You got to look this up. So what I learned. Playing a video game like three to four hours at a time. Someone walked in while I was playing a game, saw me and watched me for a couple minutes. I'm like, okay. Then they stopped me and said, do you know that you don't blink while playing the game? I'm like, what? Yeah, you don't blink your eyes when you're staring at the TV. Think about that a second. What's the side effect? You're not giving the corner of your eyes a chance to blink and actually kind of reset itself when you blink, so it actually replenishes the eye, but that's not my area, so you want to get that part checked if you want to learn more about it. Side effect is, I was playing a game called Call of Duty, or I was playing Assassin's Creed. you probably heard of those. And because of the multiple storylines, I kept playing and playing and playing and playing. Next morning, I woke up, and I never saw this in a million years. I had 
headaches, like massive headaches. And I don't take pain medicine, so I was like dealing with it. I'm like, I can't deal with this. So I started backing off on that. I'll share that in a different podcast. You'll see why. Number three, life. <laughs> you get ready for this one. How many hours a day do you spend watching TV, playing video games, or staring at your phone, reading emails, ebooks, or even watching TV on your phone? Here's a big question. What else can you be doing with that time? Let's break this down. 24 hours a day. Whoop. Everybody's got that. We're awake on average 16, 17, 18 hours a day. So that leaves about eight hours of work, an hour commute, an hour getting ready in the morning with breakfast. Anyway, ballpark 10 hours. So that gives you six to eight hours of time. What are you doing? How are you using your time? Do you spend it plugged in wanting to know every little thing about everybody in your social circle online or watching the news on television to stay informed, to catch up on the TV show? Or do you put your devices down and spend the free time with the people that you have in your life? Real people in your house, in your neighborhood, in your friends. If you are online, most everybody is, out of all the people you speak with who are basically anywhere in the world, how many of them have you met personally? How many of them have you sat down and had a conversation with? How many of you actually have sit down and shared stories about your life with in person? Think about that a second. So of all the online quote-unquote friendships you got, how many do you communicate with on a daily basis? I thought about that eight years ago, right when everything was starting to boom with social media. I had about 1,600 friends on Facebook. And I went to an event and I came back and I'm like, most of these people have, I know on Facebook, but we've never really talked. I'm like, I sat down when I got home and I'm like, how many of these people actually communicate with me? How many of them communicate on a daily basis? When you reach out to them, how long do they take to respond? And how real are those connections? So I went through my Facebook, on Facebook friends list. It took a little over two hours. I cut that list down from 1,600 people to 230 people whom I personally know communicate with on a constant basis. And those are friends, family, and people I've known that I know physically, in reality, offline. So let's go deeper. Say you're investing hours and hours watching TV shows and things online, investing your personal time every day to learn about this stuff. Two questions. Number one, if you stand up and voice your opinion about a particular topic you see on television, how do you know that the person you're contacting will invest and make the time to contact you? Number two, or are you just a statistic of the masses just watching the show just to get them ratings without even knowing it? I'm going to leave you with a couple of questions. Are you using that device or is the device using you? Finding out who you are, your statistics, your, your location, your job, your income, who you are, your siblings. Do you own the device or does the device own you? Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop, looking, stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. Life does move fast, there's no doubt about that. But if you're attached to a device all the time and you don't pay attention to the people around you, you are going to miss out. There is no replay, rewind, or undo button in life. Your life happens once, and it happens away from the phone, the computer, and the TV. Just unplug and live. <laughs>